What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the PGA Championship 2023. It is the second major of this PGA Tour season. We are the Tour Junkies. We are hot and ready, like Little Caesars Pizzas, to do this thing. You know what I mean? DB here, Pat. How are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big Little Caesars fan. Dude, I love Little Caesars. I think Little Caesars is very underrated right now. Mm. The hot and ready. It's is a good. little too greasy. Oh, dude. Speaking of greasy, I, can I confess something? Normally, we never do a show without podcast juice. Yeah. And tomorrow, you know, we're going to do the DraftKings DFS preview tomorrow. Tomorrow, I hope to be able to have podcast juice. But tonight, dude, I've I've been riddled with I've been riddled with uh, with some stomach problems today. And oh. I, nor- I normally don't have stomach problems, but today I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking water. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just drinking water. I mean, what's that going to do to help? What do, how do you know? It's not going to do much. How, how do you know like a, a good podcast juice is not going to help you with it? I just, I, it's too, it's too risky. I, I can't do it. But we got a lot to get into tonight. We're going to have a great show. We're going to talk about every range on the betting board, some outright bets, some top 20s, our top 26 pack at the very end. I have a very special guest that will be appearing throughout the show tonight. Pat doesn't even know oh. about this. I like special guests. More on that starting here in just a second. I've got a text thread from a caddy today that was at Oak Hill. I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to read that out loud, talk a little bit about that uh, in this golf course here right at the top. We are presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard, the greatest golf app in the App Store, bar none. Now, it's only in the iOS App Store, which is perfectly fine. So if you're an Android user, they're, they're, they're working on it, okay? But the... Leaderboard app in the iOS store is what you need for your own personal golf experience on the course, whether you're keeping track of your stats by yourself uh, or keeping track of your score by yourself. You keep track of your stats, people. Like, know if you're missing you know, fairways left and leaving iron short and all that stuff. And then, it, and then it just sends all that information straight to the USGA gen with its integration with the USGA. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful app. It'll also help you settle all your bets with your buddies on the golf course. And it'll send you straight to Venmo when you lose and tell you what you owe everybody. It'll dot the scorecard for you. It's fantastic. Our friends at Leaderboard, check it out. Link in the description of the podcast and video. Uh, also did a great Twitter spaces with our friends Dylan and Riley at Leaderboard this, this past Friday. Did a little cut sweat for the Byron Nelson uh, in, the, in the AM wave. It was fun. Might do that again this week for the PGA. We shall see. Pat, let's get into the golf course. Right into it. I don't want to do a full course breakdown, whatever, for Oak Hill because... There's plenty of that out there, and frankly, 80% of it is just garbage. Like, we don't need it. Like, let's boil yeah. it all down, because you can go a lot of different places to get a lot of information about Oak Hill. You can get the history about Oak Hill. But as a gambler, do you give a rip about the history of Oak Hill? No. No, okay? I don't. Donald Ross original design. That's what you need to know. I love Donald Ross. You love Donald Ross. You grew up on a Donald Ross golf course at Augusta Country Club. Um, I love Donna Ross courses, pushed up greens, uh, you know, all that stuff. Andrew Green renovation here most recently. But, Pat, what, what did you find in your search on uh, Oak Hill? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the obvious is, you know, you try to look at what are some comparable courses to this. You know, we don't see a ton of Donald Ross courses, like, on yeah, you know, sad. regular courses on tour and then also in majors. Um, but, you know, we do see, like, Sedgefield, things like that. Um, you know, last time, you know, they had it here, Jason Duffner won. It was a lot different course, though. I think this course, that there's a couple things that I think are the biggest things you want to look out for. One, 
They took out a lot of trees, okay? Took out a lot of trees, which what is that going to do? It's going to give the guys that can bomb it more of an advantage, just like they always seem to have. So I think driving distance is going to be a thing that's going to be a little bit more of a factor this week than when you saw Jason Duffner win, where we know what Jason Duffner does. He just hits a lot of fairways, hits a lot of greens. That's what he does. It's a little bit different here, though, this week. Another thing that I noticed is the bunkering around the greens. These are some... These are some, uh, they're difficult. They're kind of aggressive bunkers. Like, I mean, there's, there's like, if you don't, I mean, you might even have to go sideways out of some of them. I don't know. They're deep. They're difficult. So that's something that if you're missing greens, you're going to have some very tough bunker shots. I think that's going to be interesting as well. You know, bent grass greens with a little Poe in there. What that means for me is that I may look at bent grass putters, but I think overall I'm just going to look at long-term good putting i'm not going to yep. try to drill it down and figure out okay is it is it poa is it bent it's really predominantly bent okay that's what yep. it is they're going to be pure fast yeah. greens but i'm just going to look at putters long term that's it that's three things right there that i really care about but in the end strokes gained approach some distance off the tee good drives gained i think is a good stat to look at that's that's about it db I like what you said about the putting. I've already started tinkering around with an initial model, and what I did on the putting thing is similar to you, except I did exclude POA and pass Palum. So I just clicked the bent and the Bermuda filter, so it got both of them. Because a lot of recently we've played on some really pure Bermuda that really has very little grain and putts like a bent grass surface. So I've I've narrowed it down to kind of a long-term putting look on those two surfaces. But I think you're exactly right. And, the, you know, the Donald Ross greens, while they're, they're, a lot of them are pushed up and raised and elevated, and they do slope usually back to front, you're much better off being below the hole. If you're on the green, there's, there's not a whole lot of undulation on the actual greens. Uh, before we get into a whole lot from me, why don't I pull up what our caddy friend texted me today? Uh, you haven't even seen this, Pat. We had a caddy on site. Today's Sunday, by the way. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. Hope you honored your moms, your spouses, all that good stuff. Uh, but happy Mother's Day. Um, so he was out there on Mother's Day. I said, how's O'Kill looking? His first response, I'm going to read this for you podcast listeners. That says, reminds, of, reminds me of the U.S. Open at Winged Foot. The rough isn't crazy long, but it's healthy and thick. Think long guys are going to have an advantage. They always do, but especially when the rough is like this. Like if we miss, okay, this caddy doesn't necessarily caddy for the longest player in the world. He says, like, if we miss the fairway, we can't get it on most of the greens. Even on the par fives, if you miss the fairway, you'll do well to get it on the green and reg, which is wild. So then I asked him about chipping around the greens, and he says, greenside bunkers are all low and deep. They are probably the best miss in most cases, though. If you short side yourself in the rough, it could also be okay as long as you're short of the hole. These guys are so good at those little flop shots. There are quite a few fairway runoffs on some holes, which we've seen that in, in, the over, you know, in the flyovers. A lot of the closely mown areas, similar to like Southern Hills last year. It says there's quite a few fairway runoffs on some holes where the ball can get rejected way away from the green, so you got to be careful with those. If you told me we could hit it to 40 feet on every hole, never closer, but never missing the green, I'd take it. He said if we hit 54 greens in reg, it would be unreal. <laughs> so... I think this is what it comes down to. I think it is going to be a major advantage to long hitters, especially guys who hit it high and can land it softly into these elevated, pushed-up greens. 
Uh, it is going to be chilly. I was looking at the weather, Pat. In fact, I'll just share my screen right now. Let's take a look at Rochester's weather report for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Thursday looks fine. Thursday, very little wind. And obviously, this is Sunday, so this could change quickly. But very little wind on Sunday. The sunshine is out. But I mean, those morning tea times are going are gonna to be teeing off in the like mid to low 40s. And by the time they're done, it's still not going to hit 60. You know, warms up a little bit more on Friday, still, still chilly in the morning, then gets cool again on, sun, on Saturday. I mean, the golf course is going to play long. In, in the cooler temperatures, uh, I think the golf course has had some rain lately. Fairways are not going to be super firm and fast. Thick, juicy, rough. Like, this is a bomber's situation for sure. Mid and long iron approaches, being able to hit it high, being able to hit as short of clubs as possible from that 150 to 200-plus yardage bucket into the uh you know into these greens it's a par 70 you, get, you only got two par fives a lot of that par four scoring part with long par fours at par fours you know over 450 to 500 yards um you know and and then like we see with a lot of majors and really the pga has turned into kind of the u.s opens like little brother lately right like it's not it's not the pga championship of of a few years back that it was a, a little easier. Like they've tried to make it a little more difficult in the years past. So I do think just difficult scoring, grinding, being able to get it up and down around the green play, being essential. All of those things I think is going to add up to uh, kind of what you need to know. What, any, anything else we think we missed there? No, I, that's what I would say. I think, you know, it is kind of like uh, baby us open a little bit, but here's the thing that they do though. The PGA likes to like, they'll set up the course they won't have it too tricked up. They'll make it difficult, and then they just let the players play it. That, that's yeah. what's going to happen. So if we get lower scores, that it, it just is what it is. You know, we don't know, but it is. It, it the course itself just looks to be a pretty difficult setup for these guys in general. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see like you know just ridiculously low scores. But again, that's what I like about the PGA. They just let it you know let the course be the course, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's hosted seven other majors. It's definitely a major venue. I, the time of year is going to be interesting here. Winning score for now is probably going to be in that eight to twelve under, but uh, you know a lot could change again with this with this weather situation. So be on the lookout. Speaking of major season, Pat, uh, you know I have a major this week. My member member at Champions Ooh, Retreat. I didn't this, realize that was. I forgot that was. This yeah, it's week. this weekend. I'm having a wrist problem, so I got this KT tape on my on my wrist. I've been practicing too much, so. This is not some new, like, this is not like an American Eagle bracelet or anything. This is KT tape. So um, I've definitely been struggling with the, uh, some inflammation, but getting ready for a big time major. It's going to be a huge week for DB. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I think that's probably it in terms of the golf course. We talked about weather. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, why don't we, why don't we get into this, Pat? Shall we? Okay. Top of the board, 25 to one or short, <laughs> by the way. Uh, Kistler's in the chat. Kistler, thank you. It says, I'm missing time with my mother-in-law who's in the next room to listen to you guys. Awesome. Ah, Beautiful, you, Kistler. Kistler. Thank you. Um, 25 to 1 or shorter. Yeah, I, I guess the one thing we didn't talk about is like the PGA, even though it's starting to lean more towards U.S. Open setups and conditions, you know, we, we've still seen some interesting winners in years past. We, of, of the remaining, well, I guess of the, I don't know. I mean, the U.S. Open, you feel like it's definitely going to be a top five or ten guy. It does feel like with the PGA yeah. Championship, it could venture off into the, the mid-range. You know, maybe we see lightning in a bottle for, for a player who's coming in hot and 
um, you know, it hits it well. So we, we could get some of that, but we're going to start out here at the top of the board, 25 to 1. Really, Scheffler and John Rahm are your co-favorites on most books, around plus 700, 750, something like that. Scotty Scheffler uh, could have uh, won, could have won the Byron Nelson, didn't quite get it done. Of course, J-Day did, which we've been talking about J-Day all freaking year and didn't bet him again. Um, so that's beautiful. Siwoo. Yeah. See, we ran down Scotty, like I said he would on uh, after Friday night, ran down Scotty Scheffler. And, but just one shot shy of, of, of J-Day. It was a heartbreaker for me. But um, what, let's just talk about these two to start. Is the, we're talking outrights, right? Well, this isn't DraftKings. Obviously, DraftKings, different ball game, DFS, different ball game. We'll get into that. But, I mean, this is clearly, if you're going to play one, if you're going to pick one, you're picking John Rahm, right? I mean, I I think is it that clear? Is it clearly it's not you that clear? John Rom? It's not that clear, but at the same number, I mean, Rom is Rom is the one without the glaring average kind of skill set in putting that that Scotty Scheffler seems to have, right? Well, recently, because Rom has obviously been on fire with the putter, so yeah. I mean, in general. You would probably say, you know, Scheffler's a, a pretty good putter as well. Yeah, he's not a bad putter, but he's definitely he's missed some short. He missed some shorties at the Byron Nelson. Like he's yeah, he's been a little suspect with the putter. Is all I'm saying. Um, I just I, I think he also. I mean, he also was a little wild this week with. I mean, he made some bogeys this week. Like he made more bogeys to be where he was on the top of the board. Now he made a ton of birdies, but. To be where he was near the top of leaderboard of the Byron, he made plenty of bogeys on that course. And that's an easy freaking golf course. He, he, he lost a couple tee shots at times. I mean, I was watching him. Um, I think it's clearly John Rahm. And at plus 750, I mean, it's better than what we've been getting him at like plus 300 or whatever. I mean, obviously, it's a major. The field is the, probably the best, strongest field we'll see all, we'll see all year. But I, I, I think I'm going to go ahead. And, I, I'm, I, want John, I want John Rahm at plus 750. Do you think so? I can't believe I'm saying that, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a, this sounds so weird, but and it's it's just a gut thing. I feel like Scheffler's. I, I think I want Scheffler. I want to go. I want to go. Doing this you. to be you're, yeah yeah. You're just doing this to be against me. No, I'm not. I I really looking at it before the show. I was I was wanting Scheffler more than I was wanting John Rom. Now it's like you're you're kind of splitting hairs here. Yeah. Ninety-five percent of people probably would go Rom, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you don't need us to sit here and spend a lot of time on John. Rahm, yeah, Scott I mean, Schiffer. seriously, that's the one you want. But I, I think Rom is the is the. It's so it is so close. So we're splitting hairs here for sure. But if we're splitting hairs, Rom has been better across the board in every, in every category, including putting. Just slightly better, except yeah. for in putting. In putting, he's been a lot better. Um. So I, I think I'd I think I'd lean Ron there. Yeah. Other than that, all right, so let's move let's move down the board. Let me introduce our, our special guest, Pat. We have a guest. Okay. And he's gonna be here throughout the show. Hmm. And it's a little weird. Okay. It, get ready to get weird. Yeah, this I'm already feeling like this is weird. This one's not as weird as what we're gonna see later on. We're gonna have a good time with it. But you know, in the in the nut hut, in the Discord, which by the way, Pat, you know, we didn't hit any outrights this week. We didn't, uh, I went one for, I, I, I think I went 50% on my head-to-heads. 
but I crushed it in the props market. I don't know if you saw, but my, no, pro- my props game this week, I went 18, eight and two. I had winning cards, published winning cards of six X, five X and three, two X returns, three double ups. So three double up cards, a six X and a five X. I think I had like one or two losing cards the whole week. Crushed it. Okay. Underdog and prize pick crushed it. Mm-hmm. But in the discord, we've added a new bot. We've added AI. Oh, yeah, this is going to get weird because I've seen this bot. <laughs> uh, artificial intelligence is going to be Mr. – Mr. AI is going to be joining us for the show. And today when I was thinking about some players and I was thinking about some guys that we should talk about tonight, I went ahead and, and, and I threw out some cues to our friend AI in the bot. And I had him draw us some pictures, paint us a pretty – pay me like one of your models. Yeah. Picture. So he he can't the AI can't talk though we don't have to listen. He can't to talk. It. No 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 no. So okay. unfortunately, if you're listening on the podcast, you really need to watch the YouTube video because you'll see these amazing pictures. And now this the first one we're going to get to is probably the best picture of them all. The rest of them, holy moly! But anyway, the the next guy, you know, Mr. AI, I'm going to show you this picture, and it's Rory McIlroy. Um, Oh my goodness! And he, poor Rory. And is he well. So let me tell you that. Let me tell you the uh, the command I gave our Discord AI bot. The command I gave was, "Show me a very sad, downtrodden beta Rory McIlroy crying on the couch of his therapist as he approaches the PGA Championship." And there you have it. Mm. I mean, they they got the Nike check in there, which is kind of bold for AI because AI doesn't. Yeah. You know, they they can't make the player. F- you know, features and faces yeah. look exactly like it. There's trademark and copyright issues, but I mean, you know, to me, he looks like if Rory and Tommy Fleetwood had a had a love child or something. He's got a little yeah. Tommy Rory's there. in a rough spot, but I he's mean, very I'd... pensive there. You know, and he's a... even got like a um special watch on, like a he's a... got the whoop or whatever. Yeah, the whoop they thing. even got his nipples in there. You know, his nipples are always showing. Yeah, they did a great. They, I, this is, I swear, it's all downhill from here. The rest of the players that I show you, you're gonna be like, what the fresh i mean this is, is very much like rory right now if i saw rory if i if you said this was an actual picture of rory <laughs> on his yeah. therapist couch yeah. right now that i would say okay serious that's that's it well um i mean i'm not betting rory i'm not betting rory at 12 to 1 i'm, I'm not, not betting rory. i'm not betting rory if he slot oh but db he's a, he's a member here and he spent all of covid here and his wife and his family's from here i don't care don't care. We talked about now. I did say last week that maybe he comes into this this major with less pressure because he's not playing as well. Kind of been off the grid. It's but, always the time to bet Rory. But then again, he does have the pressure of the like second hometown crowd, right? It's not Ireland, but it's the it's the wife's hometown. It's the 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 Rochester home hometown. It's the Rochester club that I'm a member at hometown. There, so there is some, he can't outrun the pressure ever, but so there's a little extra dash of pressure here at the PGA that he may have, you know, in LA for the US Open if he continues to play like trash and act like a beta boy. But I'm not betting him. I'm out. You out? We're all out? Yeah, I'm not betting Rory. I'll probably end up putting him in a DFS lineup just to do it, but I'm not betting yeah, Rory. Yeah, DFS new ball game. Anybody else in here in the 25 to 1 or shorter range that you're interested in? I'm sure there is. Yeah, there's two people right away. I mean, I think Brooks Kepka is somebody that I want right. to play this week. I mean, he is – look, we saw what he did at the Masters. Um, 
I don't know how they finished up yet. I, I, bet, I bet they're about finished. Yeah, they're now in Tulsa. I know DJ was winning. DJ won. Triple, um, yeah, he had triple today. Actually, wait um, a minute. No, I don't know if that's true. Hang on. Sorry. No, Cam Smith won. Uh, no, sorry, Cam, Brandon Grace, and DJ are in a playoff at seventeen under. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's mm-hmm. been decided yet. They're in the playoff as we speak. Okay. Well, um, Brooks. By the way, let me get to Brooks. Where did Brooks go? Brooks finished up. tied for fifth. At 12 under, five shots off the lead. Yeah. Either way, I just feel like, you know, Brooks is always going to come to play in the majors. We saw what he did at the Masters. Um, you know, distance is obviously a key here as well. Um, he's got all the tools to win here. And so Brooks Kepka at, um, I think the best I've seen him is 22 to 1. Yep. And I do on like that for, for BK. I like Tony Finau a whole lot at 25 to 1. We have seen Tony, actually, he won oh, on a it. Donald Ross design at um, Detroit Golf Club uh, when they played there. I want to say that may have been, was that 2019 or 2020 during COVID? I don't know, in Detroit? there's a better number on Finau. I had him in the next range. Oh, okay. You can get Finau at 29 to 1 on FanDuel. Dude, I'm in love with Finau, too. Like, and I, yeah. and I feel, I feel kind of like a sucker. I feel Mm-mm. a little bit like a sucker. But I don't think that's a sucker bet at all. I know, but like, he already gets all this, all Finau and all the Finau backers already get all this garbage about he can't win on a hard, you know, in a decent field on a harder, on a slightly harder PGA Tour regular run of the mill course, right? But I mean, the dude has an eighth, a fourth, and a tenth on, in, the PGA, in the PGA Championship in his career. He's got an eighth, a fifth, and a fourteenth at the U.S. Open in his career. Obviously we know what he's done at the masters. So, I mean, he actually has more, more like top eights at U S opens and PGAs than he does at Augusta. So, I mean, I just feel like the door has got to just get flung open for Tony at some point. But I mean, of all the things we talked about, you needed Oak Hill. He obviously checks every single box, love the short game. He feels weatherproof to me too. Like whether the wind blows, it doesn't blow, it's cooler, it's hotter, it's rainy, it's not, it's a grindy thing, it's not a grindy thing. Like he feels completely weatherproof to me. Yeah, I, I absolutely love tuna. And if you're getting them at 29 to 1, then I think you got to jump on that now. I agree. Um, because I think it does get shorter. Other than that, I don't really have anybody else. I mean, I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of backers behind Day after this win. And I, I can't blame you for, for Day. I think DJ is. Where are his tra- odds right now? Where's Dave? 25, 25 to one. Is oh, he's twenty eight on Fanduel. Okay, I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't. Well, yeah. I think DJ is interesting to me, and I'm not just saying this. I actually, <sighs> it is interesting. Started, started looking at him today, before before what he was doing this week with Liv, but he tends to have kind of a good record playing up in the Northeast, from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah, and I just think like, and he's also won a few times, I believe, on Donald Ross design courses. So this just, you know, well, we know he's won it at. At East Lake, so East Lake is one of those Donald yeah. Ross, which is probably one of the most famous right now because that's the biggest golf tournament we typically see every year on a Donald Ross design. DJ's won there, so twenty-five to one DJ. However, pretty- to me, that feels like more of a DJ feels like more of a potential DFS play if people don't put a lot of you know credit into the live thing. And I, and I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case like it was at, at the Masters. And I think people are more aware to the fact that, like, these guys are still really freaking good at golf. But yeah, when I, when I see DJ at 25-1, to 1, and he's right there with, like, Tony, who we already talked about, we, we really like. Brooks is in that range at 22. I think I'd... 
between those two is interesting. Like, other than DJ sucking at the Masters, I mean, if he's if he's now kind of feeling it a little bit, and maybe he feels like he's a little left out from the from the discussion from the party. Although I, I wonder if we have, we've always wondered if he really cares. Does DJ really care to win another anything? I don't know. Um, but even with some of the names that that we're going to get to here behind him, who are more regular. You know, regular guys on the PJ Tour or have at least shown up at a, at a major or two of late. It doesn't feel like the, the numbers is good anymore. I, I think that I don't know what he was before, you know, this weekend, but I bet he wasn't 25 to 1 before the live event. Now and I, I now may be I, able to find him in a better number. Than I just that. looked on FanDuel, DK, MGM, and points bet. He's 25 to 1 on literally every book. Okay, yeah. let, me, let me give you one more name in this range that I kind of like. And, and I haven't really been getting on this very often all year. I don't know that I've played him all year or bet him all year, but I mean, 24 to one on FanDuel, Justin Thomas is kind of starting to. Is he going to be able to putt well? Well, I mean, obviously the putter has been very, very bad, but you know, cold, you know, cold, possibly windy, long, hard Donald Ross. Like they're not, like I said, they're not super tricked out greens. Once you're there, if you put yourself under the hole and you're not above the hole in these back to front sloping greens with these pin positions that they're going to get to. I mean, again, it's not. You know, our caddy friend said if they hit it to 40 feet every every green, they'd be fine. Because I don't, I don't. Maybe the eight to 12 underscore is too too good. Like maybe what if it's less than that? Like then JT becomes more appealing because you just don't have to fill it up. You just got to get up and down. You got to score on the par fives, grab, you know, one other weird birdie somewhere else. Um, there's a drivable par four, I think, that's going down, but I've, I've already heard a lot of players may not even go for it there. I don't know. Like, but the ball striking, the, the, the driver, the irons have been tremendous. And the short game has been tidy as it, as it usually is. So I don't know. He's, he's been kind of calling to me a little bit today. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. The thing about JT is he feel he's and he's maybe kind of like DJ too. Feels a little bit more like a DFS play to me. If I get a little bit lower ownership on him, um, I just don't know if he pulls out a win this week with with the way his putter's going. And I get it. Like there's there, the conditions could, you know, and the scoring could could mean you don't have to you know drop a lot of birdies as you say. But but still, what yeah. if it's not? What if they're making a lot of birdies? What if he's not, you know, and then he's not making any putts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, you know a guy who I, I just, I don't know, I can't get behind, and I'm, I'm already seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about him. Um, well, before, before I tell you that, I, I got I to remind everybody about the Picket app. We got a contest going this week. We got a couple contests going this week. You could win some cool stuff if you download the Picket app today. I've already been sending out a bunch of these hats because I got a bunch of them at the Masters. This, another Augusta National Golf Club, not Masters, Augusta National Golf Club hat, adjustable hat there, and the Masters koozie. That is an ANGC logo right there. It's got the ANGC tag here on it, on it not the Masters. You can't get this in the Masters Pro Shop. This is special. Brand new tag on it. Masters koozie. We're going to give that away to one person. And then I've got another giveaway going down on our Instagram this week. So stay tuned if you're not already following us on Instagram at tour underscore junkies. Both of those giveaways are going to be for the Picket app. All you got to do is click on the description of the podcast or the YouTube video to download the Picket app today. But here's what you have to do when you download it, 
It's free to download iOS and Android. You got to put in the referral code TJ, Tour Junkies. Just put in the letters TJ. That's it. Then once you're in the app, you set up your account and you have to link at least one sports book or DFS site. So if you're not in a legal gambling state, you don't have a bunch of sports book accounts that you can link. You can easily link prize picks, underdog, sleeper, parlay, play, whatever, jock market. There's all kind of DFS sites that it supports. You just link one of them and then use Picket to track your bets, track other people's bets, follow us on Picket. It's a really, really useful app. Uh, the Picket app is fantastic. Then when you do that, not only will you be entered to, to, to win this contest, but Picket will also either send you $3 on PayPal or $100. One person a day wins $100 on the Picket app. They're just giving you free money. Put that $3 on like a, you know, a, a big uh, three-ball group parlay on round one, and who knows what mm. could happen. So knock that out, do that, and uh, we're going to pick one. And if you've already downloaded the Picket app, make sure that you've used referral code TJ and you've linked a book. If you haven't linked a book, you're not eligible for this or the other prize that's going down on the Instagram this week. So uh, it's, you're eligible to win both of these prizes, whether you've already downloaded it and done all that or you're about to. So link in the description. The guy that I don't like in this range that I hear people talk about is freaking Xander. Like, he does check a lot of boxes. I get it. I, I, I totally get it. But, I mean, do we think Xander – Xander's kind of a beta, too. I don't know if he ha- – does he have that dog in him? He's is, never is, finished is, a lot better – people like to say right, these days. I, right. I, I, don't, I don't know that he does. He's never finished better than 10th at a PGA. Now, he, he does have some really solid U.S. Open performances. He's obviously, you know, we all know he's never won a major. He's been super close. And, he, I mean, he's all, he's all, he comes into a lot of majors in great form like he is right now. But, I mean, like, he just got run down by Wyndham Clark. Like, boat raced. Not even competitive at, after a certain point at the Wells Fargo. Like, I just don't get betting him at 20, 22 to 1 when I could have, I mean, I, I think JT... It, JT could JT's floor is probably lower. JT could probably trunk slam by Friday and you're pissed. But who do you trust down the stretch late on a Sunday? JT and Bones or Xander and oh, what's his name? Kaiser. Austin Kaiser. Like I don't I just don't or Brooks for that matter at the same price. Again, Brooks's floor probably worse. But I I trust Brooks and JT to close the door more than Xander. I just don't understand it. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I mean I I get it. I think Xander does interest me, but I just, I don't know if he could win. Again, we'll flip it around to DFS for me. I feel like, you know, I could play Xander in some DFS. I've got some upside with him, maybe a good top five finish somewhere in there, whatever, make some birdies. He's up there. But other than that, like, I, I just, I'm not ready to bet him to win. And here's the thing that I'll go ahead and say this, all right? Because we're already getting to this point. When you're looking at the betting odds, there are so many people in this field that you can bet. Like, I could look at this and have 10 to 15 players on my betting card, I bet, yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah. I really could. But I got to try, try and dwindle it down a little bit. I, I yeah. can't just, like, you know, I'm not having a balanced allocation here. You know, I got stocks here. I got bonds here. I got all these kind of mm. things I'm trying mm. to get in here. You know what? I just want six or seven guys that I can bet and make some money. And I don't think Xander's going to make the cut. I just don't think he I don't is. Either. AJ's mad at me. AJ's in the chat. He's, he thinks I'm crazy for calling Xander a beta. He asks if I'm drunk, but if you're watching in the beginning of the show, AJ, yeah. you know I'm not drunk. I'm actually not drinking alcohol tonight because I, I got a stomach issue, okay? So water only. Um, but he says, run down by Wyndham Clark. He was down two strokes going into the final round. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, they were tied at one point, and then Xander, they were tied at one point in round four, and then Xander baited up. He only ended up shooting one under on the final round. Wyndham Clark shot three under to beat him by four shots. Like, I mean, they, they, they were both tied, I want to say, at 15 under at one point, 13 or 15 under, and then Xander just, like, flamed out, and it was just over. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think he's, I don't agree. I, I, I don't. I'll give some, you got to give some of that credit to Wyndham. So, oh, 100%. Played really well down 100%. The street, so. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. All right, let's move on to, let's move on to the next range. Okay. So we talked about Finau, who I have here in 20, 29 to 1. Let's bring in our friend AI again, artificial intelligence, because okay. there's been a little bit of drama, and there could be, there could be some truth to the rumors about Jordan Spieth, but, you know, if you were in our Discord chat on Wednesday night of the Wells Fargo, we shared some information that we heard about Jordan Spieth while we were there on site maybe possibly hopefully leading you to fade jordan spieth on that wednesday when he then proceeded to miss the cut um and then he withdrew from the at&t byron nelson with a wrist injury putting out quite the statement that it's you know 50 50 he didn't know and i don't know like i was talking to a buddy i was i was i was at the golf course um hitting balls next to a guy who plays on the corn Ferry tour and he goes do you think jt or do you think jordan really like like really is hurt or did he did he have to put a lot of stank on it right because it's AT&T and that's his sponsor so like he really had to to embellish it a little bit and I was like yeah I don't know it's kind of iffy so I gave the I gave the discord AI bot a command to give me um to give me Jordan Spieth holding the Wanamaker trophy with a cyborg cyborg wrist like a left like a wrist issue and boy, does this one start getting weird. Here we go. There's, there's Jordan. Oh, my gosh. Jordan uh, does not even. This is. Look at, look at the one on the left. Like, look at the arm situation of the bot. Like, the AI guy just went really, something happened. Well, first off, I mean, when did a wrist become an entire like left side of your body? That is a pretty badass arm. He looks like Jax off of Mortal Kombat with that arm. But the other one looks like this, like even that the bot's arm is backwards to its face, I think. And then Jordan's arm is like, or there's a real arm coming out of the, it was all, it, something, something went wrong. They did nail the Under Armour shirt though. And honestly... For an AI who can't draw the exact picture of Jordan Spieth, I think the one on the left looks a lot like Jordan Spieth. Like it's that looks more like Jordan Spieth, and the Rory one we saw looks more like Rory than the next few that we're about to see here in a little. No, bit. the one on the left looks like I don't even want to say it. the one on the left looks like it, that person should be locked up because something bad's going to happen. <laughs> something bad's going to happen. That person needs to be locked up. So what are we doing with Jordan? I mean, I think it's probably a wait and see right now. Obviously, his odds uh, are, I don't think his odds are going to do anything except maybe stay where they are, maybe even get longer come tomorrow or Tuesday. But I would assume we're going to hear from Jordan in press conferences. It's gonna be asked, he's going to be asked about it, obviously, and we'll see what he says. Uh, but it's definitely a situation to monitor. Yeah, it is. Because at 32-1 um, to 1 on FanDuel right now, that's, that's kind of tempting. But... It's tempting, but I mean, do you really think it's going to get that much shorter? E even if, even if he says like, 
No, probably not. Early in the week, like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to be good. I don't think the odds makers are going to sit there and, like, shorten it that much. I mean, they're not going to have – I don't think there's still going to be a ton of money that's going to even force them to do that. Yeah, so there's, you're probably I right. Don't, I don't feel like that. So I, I, I don't think you're missing out if you don't grab Jordan early. Maybe, like, it's a last minute. You got a little left in your budget, and you want to grab him on, on Wednesday. Because I do think this is a good course for him. If I had healthy Jordan in maybe a little bit of form, I mean, I say that. I mean, it's not like it's been that long since he almost won Hilton Head. I mean, literally could have won Hilton Head easily. So, yep, I agree. Um, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Other names in here. I think Terrell Hatton is obviously getting chatter. I mean, I even heard him on the broadcast talking. Um, you know, talking today, watching the Byron Nelson. I mean, as good as he was playing, I mean, Terrell Hatton was playing very, very well this uh, this week. You had him on your betting card, finished T five, um, really hit it great. I mean, d- gain strokes in every category. Shot a s- seven under today after making bogey on the first hole. Um, I mean, Terrell Hatton definitely. You know, we we've been talking about kind of a guy who's guys who have leveled up in in weeks past, and I think Hatton. I mean, Hatton feels like he's starting to approach potential level-up territory. He's had a decent time at the PGA. He's got two top 10s. They were both T10s, a 13th place finish at the PGA. He's got a 6th place finish in the 2018 U.S. Open. That's about as good as he's done on courses similar to, you know, probably what we're, what we're looking at here for Oak Hill. But, um, again, seems like kind of a weatherproof golfer, probably better the more difficult it gets. He certainly seems like he may has he he may have also added some distance off the tee, so he kind of che- you know he kind of checks that box. Um, he's got a great little short game on him. I mean, Hatton's tempting to me at fifty five to one on DraftKings, and I could see that number definitely getting shorter after today if it's not already. Yeah, I do like Hatton. I'm with you there. Um, I, this is a range that I really love. I mean, there's there's five or six guys that I think we should yeah um, this definitely is be betting. So I'm with you. All right, give me one. All right. Well, I like Sung Jay. Yeah, I I like Sung Jay at 35 to 1. Now, he's not going to wow you with a ton of distance off the tee, but you look at across the board at his stats. I mean, top 25 in ball striking, top 20 around the green, 20th in good drives gain. He's fifth off the tee. Putting is good right now. Um, I looked a little bit at sand saves, and only because I think these bunkers are going to be pretty difficult for these guys. I don't always put sand saves in my model, but I just wanted to look at the guys that are best out of sand. He's top 25 there, and he's very accurate off the tee, which in any major, we, you know, you had the, the screenshot from the caddy at the beginning of the show. He did talk with, like, he didn't say you have to be, you know, he didn't, you know, obviously we know you got you to gotta be long off the tee here, but he did kind of indicate with the way the rough is, you really got to be accurate as well. So I like yeah. that about Sungjae, getting him in at 35 to 1. He is, um, He's one I'm going to be all over, and I think that could actually shorten up a little. Yeah, I like the Sung J play too. I had him written down 36 to 1 on FanDuel, best number you can find there. Um, little concerning with the distance, but it just seems like he can overcome it. He's just super accurate, um, really good long, mid long iron player, good short game. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, man, I'm going to keep talking about him. It's kind of yeah. like, it's kind of, I got like, him on there too. It's kind of like the Wyndham Clark Jason Day situation. Like, Guys that we've been talking about all year to to like Wyndham breaking out, J Day to kind of get back on the winners you know winners podium here, and the PGA is a major where we see we've seen first time major winners, first time winners even get it done, and and I I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility for 
a guy like Tommy Fleetwood, who's a seasoned veteran, who knows what, you know, he's been in, in the hunt before. He's just never closed the door. He's been close this year on closing the door to the first PGA Tour event. I mean, pre-tournament, it feels like going, oh, no, Tommy's first win is not going to be at the PGA. It's not going to be a major. But if I told you on Sunday, you know, seven days from now, like Tommy Fleetwood won the PGA, would you be all that surprised based on how he's been hitting it? No, not at all. The finish, way he's been hitting it. No, I mean, finished fifth here last year, has a runner-up and a fourth at a U.S. Open. I mean, checks all the boxes. Like, I'm looking at a couple things in, in the model right now. Very good around the green. Very good out of the sand. Par four, 450 to 500 yards. Long-term look, 27th in the field. The proximity long-range bucket, uh, proximity buckets long-range, like 150 to 175. He's top 30 in the field. 175 to 200, he's 17th in the field. Um, I mean, he hits it far enough. He's not super long, but like, like I said, the mid-irons mid and long-irons are great. So I think Tommy Ladd at 65 to 1 on DK is, it's, it's going to get my money. It just is. I've, yeah. I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to have another Wyndham Clark J-Day situation where I just don't keep riding a guy who I'm high on. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you there. I have Fleetwood um, written down. Two other guys that I like. Um, before, we get, before we get into those guys, um, another great promotion. We got promotions because it's the major week, and our, our partners want to get in front of you folks and help you all out and deliver some goodies. So I got some more goodies. This one from our friends at SoBet. And if you're in the Discord, you're about to get a hell of a deal. All right, so SoBet is where you can access over 30 professional handicappers, vetted handicappers, handicappers that when they post on SoBet have to post their units. When they post on SoBet have to say whether they won for the day or lost for the day or the week or whatever it is. Our exclusive top 40 round robin is exclusively found on SoBet. Last week, we hit all five legs for a 12 to one return. But like this week, I, I, lost, I lost about a quarter of a unit. So I, I have to post that in SoBet and let you know. So there's a, a full transparency to the platform. That's what I love about SoBet. And you get every sport, baseball, NFL, college, NBA, hockey, uh, UFC, everything you can imagine. There's a pro for everything. And they're all vetted by the, our friends at SoBet. And there's thousands of people cashing a bunch of tickets on SoBet. Regularly, it's $9.95 a month. You can cancel at any time. You can get you know all the benefits, exclusive content, promos, all that good stuff on SoBet.io. There, there's a uh, link in the description, podcast and video. Promo code TJ. Here, here's the deal. Promo code TJ gets you in and gets you set up, but there there will be a special Nut Hut only Discord discount dropping, and it's huge. It's a six month discount, and it will have you. Uh, it will have you a six month full access deal on SoBet for less than $35 over the six-month period. So it's a hell of a deal. That's coming to the Discord. That drops on Monday, and we, uh, we appreciate our friends at SoBet doing the damn thing. It it's, it's really is a tremendous app. You can just blindly tail a lot of these people, and yeah, they end up pretty, doing pretty good. All right, who's your other two that you like? I wonder if you're going to say one more that I like. All right, well, both of these are live guys, actually. Okay, then I bet you are going to say one, because my so, last one is a live guy. Well, one I'm going to say on the shorter end is Cam Smith. He's at 35 to 1. Or I feel like if you like Cam Smith, who may win this week. I don't By the know. way, DJ won in the playoff. Okay, DJ won over Cam Smith and, and whoever else. Brandon Grace. Uh, 35 to, to 1 to me on Cam Smith is just a little bit too long there. So I do like the odds there for him. The other one is Taylor. Do, 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 we, do we trust Cam Smith's driver? 
That that is the main concern I have for. Kevin I Smith. get it, but still, I mean, no, I mean, come Smith, on, like man. that's that's. It just feels I don't trust the driver on Cam at all. That that's too scary for me. Do you know where you can you know where you can um, not spray the driver DB where? Um, don't say Augusta National because you one hundred percent can't. David, what? You notice how I called you David? Yes. How long have I known you? Uh, like since twenty early twenty fifteen. And, and we've we've you know, you know that I know Augusta National, right? Yes. Yes. So I would never say that you can't spray the driver at. at okay. Okay. You talking about St Andrews? No. Oh, okay. TPC Sawgrass. You gotta have to hit the driver pretty good at Sawgrass, right? Guess this, who won at Sawgrass? True. Yeah. Yeah. Cam Smith. All right. The dude. It doesn't matter. It's, He's almost course proof. He really is. Nah. So thirty-five to one. Cam See, he Smith. feels like Xander to me at thirty-five to one. He feels like a guy who I just no, can, don't don't be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Start not talking about Cam Smith beta. No, Cam no, no, Smith, no, 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 no. That, that's that's not what I was gonna say. I, okay. Except for the beta part. What I meant, what I'm saying is, it feels like in that same range, I can get better players at the same number or better right now. Like better players right now, and with less major concerns like the driver there's not many players but in good the for world you. that are better than cam smith I, I would agree but that doesn't mean that every course is good for cam smith okay all right who's your your other guys taylor the other Gooch? one's taylor Gooch. me too 65 to one. Oh, I, I see him i would love for him to win too and just like stick it in the usga i I, I agree um i think that's ridiculous okay wait a minute he's 75 to one on fanduel you must not have checked fanduel this week well, I had to. Uh, you had a lot to do. It's 70, 75 to one Fanduel. I had that one written down, and I agree. He didn't have the best week uh, this week. He finished. He finished thirty sixth. Uh, shot two under, uh, one over round two, and three under today. Uh, so not not great. But I mean, again, the guy shot. I mean, the guy won back to back events a few weeks ago. Shot back to back what sixty twos in yeah. Australia. Like he's hot. I think he's hot about the damn U.S. Open thing. And, I mean, this is a guy who, unlike some other live players, uh, and, he, well, unlike, I mean, I, I don't want to throw shade at a guy who I really, 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 really love, but uh, at least Taylor Gooch, you know, he's popped up in a couple of, couple of majors and been okay. Like, he's not, he's not, I don't think he's top 10 to any majors, but, like, he's probably got better finishes in majors than Max Homa does. Hmm. He's got a 20th at Southern Hills last, last year. That's probably better than anything that, that Max look here. than Max Homa has. He's got a few top thirty fives at the open, and that's it. So he's got a I mean he's been slightly better than Max Homa at majors, but yeah. I just feel like, yeah, chip on the shoulder, Gooch, seventy five to one. Does feel nice. All right, so we can't leave this range though without talking about a guy who I've already seen come up in the chat. People want to know. Cam Young, thirty five to one. He's the he's the New York boy, right? He's the he's the Sleepy Hollow, the pride of Sleepy Hollow, um, Bombers course, right? Well, I mean, he burned my he burned my britches at the Wells Fargo. I'll tell you that when I was trying to make the Rory the the mini the Junior Rory comparison, um, but what do we think? I, I I think I'm out. Like if you look at how he did last year. In 
these majors when he when he when he 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 made runs, his form coming in was way better than it is right now. Like his irons yeah. aren't great. I love the Paul Tesori change. We've talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. I think ultimately it's really good for him. But I mean, Paul Tesori can't hit the shots, right? Like Paul can't hit the freaking iron shot, and apparently neither can Cam Young. Paul might be better at it right now. So I, I don't I don't trust him, and I think his number is is not good based on the current form and and where he was last year when he when he had all these high finishes you know cam young is like i don't even say this too much because i like to when we come on and do the show i like to like just go all in or not be in on a guy and not be kind of wishy-washy i'd rather just say what it is but Mm -hmm. and i just can i wait can i take a wait and see with cam young yeah yeah can i just do that because i don't know i don't know there's a part of me that like when I first looked at it, I don't want I didn't want to play him. But then I feel like I could get later in the, you know, later on this week and be like, hmm. By the way. There's a lot that makes me want to bet him. By the way, I forgot we do have one AI visit here, our friend Artificial Intelligence on DJ. This was a this is actually oh, a nut hut. Hell yeah. This is actually a nut hut Discord submitted piece here. Our boy Chris Hartz. Shout out Chris in the Nut Hut. All right, I, let me just say this. I haven't seen this. <laughs> I have not seen this, and I'm not. This is, I'm not saying anything about Chris. Okay, okay. okay. Not saying anything about Chris. Okay. Long, long time nuthead guy, big fan of TJ. I will be shocked if the nut hut did not put Paulina in here somewhere. Okay, having okay. not Okay, yeah, you cheated or something. Um, no, I didn't cheat, but okay, I just well, know the nut hut, and I, I kind of know Chris. Here's Chris. Here's Chris's. Uh, Chris gave the commands. I don't know. I can't remember what the commands were to the bot, but I don't think this is very, I don't think this is that bad, except for the middle picture is quite interesting. <laughs> I mean, this middle picture, I wish I could zoom in. I mean, DJ's got the outdoorsman eye. He's got one camped and the other one fishing. Like one of them's looking straight ahead, and the other yeah. one is directly crossed. And he's also very skinny. Um, anyway, this is this is quite funny to me. Left side DJ is, is AJ. Get out of here. It's the most accurate. Uh, Left side DJ looks. That one definitely looks the best. And it, and he has that kind of flat affect too. I mean, AI nailed that. Yeah. Like just like the I don't give a rip. I will say, uh, I thought for a second Paulina's hand was in a little bit different spot but it's it's actually on on the trophy <laughs> yes so that's good barely yeah okay uh we've got a couple more visits from our from our ai friend coming up uh, so let's so let's get to the next range let's okay. uh boy there's a guy in this range that i just have so many ai drawings of because it got so freaking weird um next range is kind of long shots up to 130 to one and i mean i got a few in here but as you start to really ask yourself the question but can he win Will he win? It gets difficult, and it really helps you narrow it down in these next two ranges. So I want to talk first about Wyndham Clark. I think Wyndham Mm -hmm. Clark at 80-1 to on DraftKings is a for-sure bet. Again, the PGA is one of those majors where we see first-time major winners break through, and and like we see guys who are just playing really, really well. I mean, God, let's remember why Yi Yang beat Tiger Woods one time at a PGA championship. Like, all the PGA Championship, if you look at the list of PGA Championship winners, it's interesting. And a lot of them just came in hot. And Wyndham Clark is one of the hotter players in this field right now. 
uh, in the in the first little model that I ran, he is the tenth. He is tenth overall ranked in my model. Um, obviously, he's a bomber. The irons have been money. The bogey avoidance over the long term has been fantastic. He's got the touch around the greens. The putter, the putter is great. He's not terrible out of the sand. I think Wyndham Clark at eighty to one on DraftKings is a, is a perfect play. Love it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just the way Wyndham's been playing, everything. I mean, it's it is a good play. So I'm with you there. Um, DB, I know this is a guy I've not been on all year, and I loved him last year, and he okay. kept disappointing me. Kept oh, wow. disappointing me. Shane Lowry at eighty to one. Yeah, I don't. I'm going with I, Shane. I looked at him. <sighs> Here's the thing with Shane: like, if you actually just look at his history in majors, it, it is it's very good. It is for, very good in majors. It's good in the PGA Championship. You know, he's got. You look at the last five years. He's got four top twenty-five finishes. He's got two top tens, and then he's also got a top fifteen in there too. So. The guy just plays well at majors, and he's right around it all the time. And then you look at his skill set. I mean, definitely a good scrambler and ball striker. He's actually got more distance than you may think. Oh, 100%. Of. Yeah, he's long. So it's, it's not like he's, you know, he's not short by any means. Um, the putting's always going to be the deal there. He's, he's not necessarily the best putter in the field. Um, but he hits a lot of fairways also. I think Shane Lowry is uh, a very sneaky player, not only in DFS this week, but I think he's a great bet here at 80-1 to 1 if you can get him at that number. So okay, this- Look, can I pull up something on Shane Lowry and show you something? I just want, this is, this is what concerns me. These are strokes gain numbers, right? Yeah. And we see this a lot with guys. When, when they work on one thing, something else tends to suffer. Look at his approach play, which is fantastic. And, I mean, approach play is, tr- is very important. Look at his approach play over the long term, 145 measured events versus now like it's it's pretty good right last 20 events he's averaging 2.4 strokes on approach yeah that's great but look at the around the green play and the putting like putting he's never been great but he was at least probably more like neutral lately trash around the green he was always better than average lately trash like i just i don't love that about shane could i I think he could turn it on I think he could turn it on. But that's the one thing that I saw about him that I didn't love. Yeah. I mean, I hear you there. All right. I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things we could fault it about these guys in this range, yeah. too. I mean, we're, we're talking about a little bit longer shot range here. Um, I, yeah, I think Adam Scott at 90 to 1. We've seen Adam play very well over the last, like, really this year. I mean, he is, he's just. Yeah, he's playing well. He, he's, he just hasn't been able to get it done. Kind of like Jason Day. You know, everybody's been talking about Jason Day, and Jason Day finally just got it done with a win. Adam Scott's been right there behind them playing extremely well also. So I like him. Um, all right. Well, I would I looked at Scott, but ultimately I'm not going to land on him. I'm going to go Keegan at 110 to 1 on DraftKings. And that's the best number yeah. on Keegan by far. Obviously, Donald Ross player. Too. Donald Ross, Northeast guy, you know, all those, all those narratives, all those boxes Keegan's going to check. But it's not just that, right? It's it's also the the ball striking that we've come to know about Keegan Bradley. He's a PGA championship winner from like you know, 12 years ago or whatever it was. But, I mean, the, the proximity numbers long-term from 175 to 200 are fantastic. He's, he's long enough. The iron plays great. He can, uh, you know, scores on these long, difficult par fives. The putter's been a little better lately. Does well on difficult courses. I think Keegan at 110 to 1 is, is probably going to get shorter. So if you like Keegan, I think I'd hit that. 
And then finally, Pat, there's one more player we got to talk about, and our friend AI has a quite the plethora of ridiculous artwork here that I will show you in, uh, in just a second before I do. New, our, our, our friends at DraftKings have Rainmakers being cooked up, Pat, and we are going to help promote Rainmakers here over the next few months because if you've not dipped your toe in the Rainmakers waters, you should, okay? You should. It's, it's a really fun take on DFS, kind of DFS slash, uh, you know, NFTs a little bit. I, they probably don't, it's probably not technically what I'm supposed to say, but the last drop, you've got $350,000 in prizes. You can collect golfers, including those playing in the second major. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing, this Rainmakers game. So you can start your PJ Tour collection, play for free, claim your free starter pack, and get in on the action with DraftKings Rainmakers. Compete for the prizes all season long, as I mentioned. You can spend 5 bucks and get a free booster pack, which is great. And uh, you can get that. The link is in the description of the podcast and video. That link will take you right where you need to go and give you the discount. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Marketplace and daily fantasy sports. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Rainmakers contest not available in Connecticut, Hawaii, Indiana, Louisiana, whatever, other places. See marketplace.draftkings.com or draftkings.com for details. I'm not going to name all the states. What are you doing? But anyway, Rainmakers. You really have to read all that? Yeah. Rainmakers. Well, Rainmakers is fun, actually. I know you started. I know you dabbling in it a little bit. So. And we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a, a piece of content here in the next couple of weeks with someone from DraftKings, and really kind of like walk through it as noobs, as big time beginners, and kind of show you step by step how to get started, how the game works, opening packs, doing all that stuff, setting up lineups. It's uh, it'll be a good time. So you're gonna want to stay tuned for that and uh, be on the lookout. All right, Pat, our friend AI, I'm, I'm going to have to run through these quickly because there's so many bad ones, but I, I want to talk about Ricky Fowler. He's, at, he's also at 80-1. to 1. We talked mm-hmm. about Wyndham Clark. Ricky Fowler, 80-1 to 1 on DraftKings. Again, as good as he's been playing, definitely could take down the PGA Championship. So wh- I gave the command here, and the command I gave the AI bot was Ricky Fowler coming, rising out of a golf course like a phoenix like a phoenix from the ashes, holding the Wanamaker Trophy. And boy, we got some interesting iterations here. Here's, here's the first set. Um, so, oh my goodness. Now, again, the likeness thing is an issue. But I mean, this one, he looks like he's Justin Suh on top right, like he's Justin Suh. He's in his, mm-hmm. his stance. And this one, he's holding a child's golf club, I think. I don't know. This one, he's holding a spatula. I don't remember saying spatula in there. Um, these are all interesting. Uh, there's more. I'm going to have to move through these quickly because we don't have a lot of time. So interesting concepts here. I kind of thought this one looked good. This one, this one, you can't really tell now because of where we sit on the video, but oh, hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Yeah. This one looks like he's flaming from his, his, uh, his crotch. This one looks like he needs some, he needs to go see the doctor. That one's rough. Yeah. Um, Okay, and there's more. Hold on. So I thought I thought that one was good. So you know that kind of that looks cool, huh? Like that's kind of cool. That actually looks pretty. good. That actually looks fairly like Ricky. Now they can't do the Puma stuff, so it's got this weird alternate logo. Why can't they do Puma if they can do Under Armour and Nike? Uh, yeah, that that's a good question. I I don't know. Um, and then and then I I said with wings. I said with large wings, and so we have uh-huh. this, which is kind of gangster, huh? I mean, that doesn't look terrible. So, I mean, that's, uh, look at that. And, oh, this one was interesting because that kind of looks like a golf club. 
And they put an Under Armour shirt on it. Yeah, Under Armour shirt, and that looks like a baseball. So, and then I like how that hand is just like, hey, yo, I'm here. Um, I don't know. That, that, the Ricky one. Why does his hand only have three fingers? What? I didn't even notice that. Does it really? Oh, my God. It has three fingers and a thumb. Holy crap. Well, there, now we know what the hell's wrong with Ricky's game. Uh, like. <laughs> I didn't even recognize that. Anyway, I, I, I think we bet Fowler, man. Like, why would you not bet Fowler at 80 to 1 with all his major championship experience? He lost a finger. I'm not betting him if he <laughs> lost a finger. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, like, I just don't think he's ready to play with the, the, the four finger hand yet. Last 24 rounds, ninth in strokes gained approach, 23rd in bogey avoidance, uh, 16th in birdies or better gained, long term top, uh, top 15 in the 150 to 175 proximity bucket. Um, I, I just think Ricky's. Ricky's a dude. I think he's too. He's playing too hot right now, and he's too. He's too big of a veteran. If he got in it at eighty to one, I think we'd do it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I think I have one more AI friend, but let's get to the next range, shall we? And then we'll 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 button this up with uh, some top twenty, a top twenty six pack. We'll get out of here. Next range bombs. I got two. I think the biggest value on the board right now, and I can't even believe I'm saying it because it's just it feels icky. I'm going to have to take a shower. Let's see if he's still there. Yes, he is. FanDuel has Gary Woodland at 160 to 1. Mm. I mean, I don't mind it really. I really don't. Third, if you look at all. I mean, he is going to, if you're looking at models, yes. if you're a model person, yeah. he's going to be way up there in your model. In my first one, he's 13th. He's yeah. n- last 50 rounds, 200 yards plus proximity, he's number one. Last 50 rounds, 175 to 200, he's number 13. Last 50 rounds, 150 to 175, he's number three. Obviously, we know he hits it far. He's 14th in strokes gain approach last 24 rounds. He's, uh, he's 18th last 24 rounds in birdie or better game. Like, Gary is crushing it. Now, his putter is terrible, and he sucks out of the sand. But at 160 to 1 for a U.S. Open winner and a guy playing as good as he is right now, that's stupid good value. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it at all. I kept looking at it and looking at it and thinking to myself, I don't know if I, I want to do it, but you're right. I mean, like, he, it's great value in where he is as far as, um, you know, the model and everything else. I, I do like it. So, all right, here's got? another one. Yeah, who you got? Taylor Moore. 150 to 1. We've seen Taylor win this year. He's been a guy that I've been on. I, I like Taylor Moore. I think he could. I know. Yeah, this you hit him once at 50 to 1. Yeah. So, I, you know. The guy's just been playing extremely well this year, so I like Taylor Moore. I like Chris Kirk also at 200 to 1. This feels like a Chris Kirk type golf course. Mm. Um, yeah, I know he's not necessarily that long off the tee. I mean, he's, he's okay long, but um, great around the greens, though. He's fourth in the field in strokes gained around the greens. He's top 20 in sand save percentage. Um, you know, just overall game, Chris Kirk, I like here. So I, I think he at 200 to 1 is another one. And then HV3. 300 to 1, DB. Whoa. Okay. 300 to 1. I don't know about this. Uh, I got one more. Why, why not Siwoo Kim at 150 to 1 on points bet? Almost ran down J Day here a second yeah, ago. I don't gained, mind it. gained two strokes on approach today. Um, gained strokes across the board at the Byron Nelson. He's been, you know, obviously he's a winner already this year. 
Last 24 rounds, 170, or sorry, last 50 rounds, 175 to 200 proximity. He is number one in this field, number seven in this field from 150 to 175. Excellent short game, excellent out of the sand. Um, I mean, he's long enough. He's not very long, but he's, he's long enough, I think. Worries me a little bit, but he hits, you know, he hits a lot of, I mean, he's, even though he's not long, last 24 rounds, he's 18th in strokes gained off the tee. Uh, he's a player's champ, bro. Right? Players mm-hmm. champ, bro. And, you know, 13th place finish at the PGA in 2020. 13th place U.S. Open finish back in 2017. Not much to write home about there in terms of uh, major championship record, but, you know, just playing well. A guy playing well at 150 to 1 who's not afraid. You know, I, I, like I tweeted on Friday night, I said, live bet Siwoo at 12 to 1. He's, he's the only one on that board I trusted to outrun and, and catch Scotty Scheffler. And he did. He just didn't catch Jason Day. But Siwoo is not afraid. You know, his aggression worries me a little bit because I think you're going to have to obviously play conservative in majors, which may be why he doesn't have a great major record. But at 150 to 1, who cares? You know what I mean? Um, by the way, he is the subject of our final AI bot visit. I, uh, asked, I knew there had to be a Siwoo AI. I thing. did two different requests here. The first one is uh, I asked AI to put Siwoo Kim's head on a goat's body. Okay. And it did not comprehend. Okay, that didn't go well. <laughs> this is very <laughs> This one is the weirdest oh one of them God. all. Yes. Uh first of all, I think uh Uncle Tyler in Discord figured out that they're pulling Siwoo Kim, who's like a uh like world famous violinist or something. I kept saying PGA Tour Pro, Siwoo Kim wouldn't do it. So like his face in every one of these is not right. In one, he's got the goat on his shoulder with goat ears. The other one, he is a goat, mm. which is kind of where I was going. The other one, the goat is mounting him from behind. And the other one looks like a school picture where he's holding a goat. And it gets, it, I think it actually, yeah, yeah this, I, it gets weirder. The, my two favorites are the corner ones. With the yeah. one with, the, with he's got goat ears and the goat just like peering behind him. And then the other one where the goat has his, his, his hooks on his shoulder. His <laughs> like the goat's giving him a proc a, a proctal, uh, prostate exam or something. Yeah, it's just uh, well, it's just kind of like well, yeah. This is I great. hate to tell you, it's going to get weirder. So here is the next one. Okay, <laughs> so the one on the left to me, the one on the bottom left looks like he's. I mean, is he playing shortstop? Like, what are we doing? What is that doing? What is that guy doing? And then the other three are just kind of again, kind of the picture posing. Well, um, but the, the the corners again, the top left and the bottom right corner there, it's just like Siwoo's with his Siwoo and his goat. goat. Goat lover. Yep. All right. Hold on. Just wait. And oh, it's okay. getting better with the face now. Now the See, face is picked up. The face okay. is getting better. Um, now the last one is about to get very strange. Um, this is the, we're going to end on this last one here. So, you know, this is getting a little better. I think it, we, it, we gave it a slightly different command, and I think it just got weird. Um, here's the here's the last one. Oh no! Uh-uh. <laughs> no, wait! What happened? <laughs> Something happened here. <laughs> Something happened. I, I, listen, what, did you mistype? No, no. <laughs> I honestly don't know what happened. Um, no, no, no. Something happened. 
because that couldn't happen. You had to type something. Somebody in there. typed in a different command. I I think Uncle Tumnus from or is it Uncle Tumnus from uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe's image was was added as a reference, and I just it just something just came out weird. And then yeah, so you know everybody AI is going to take over the world, but um it ain't it's got a long way to go. You know what I mean? That was that was our friend AI. Listen, you, fun things you can do in the Discord you didn't know you could do. Not only can you tail us and can you tail Joe Idoni, who's crushing the head-to-head market, you know, you can also play around with our AI bot and just have it do weird stuff all the time and laugh. So that's what we do. Pat, uh, it is time for the top 20 six-pack. Speaking of Siwoo, though, I have an announcement. Speaking of Siwoo. We have a very special Siwoo thing going on for the PGA Championship that I am thrilled about. Courtesy, our friends at Underdog, look at this. They are doing a partner special, the Tour Junkies and Siwoo and Underdog Fantasy. This is going to drop on May 17th. I think that's Wednesday. On the Underdog, if you are an Underdog user who has used our promo code, you've used the, the, uh, the TJ Underdog code, which is, let me just make sure I got this right. Yes, it's Junkies, okay? If you've signed up for Underdog using our code or you want to now, you can use the link in the description and use code JUNKIES. You also get your 100% deposit match bonus up to $100 when you do so. But on top of that, you get this free square. So they're giving us the free square of strokes, a half a stroke from Siwoo Kim on round one. So basically, if Siwoo Kim hits his first tee shot and you, you click higher than a half a stroke, You've hit that leg of your underdog play. So you can pair it with another play and maybe do a, you know, a double up situation. You can put it with you know, four or five other plays, four other plays, and really go crazy. But they're basically giving you the free square as long as he hits a tee shot and the 100% deposit match if you use our code or you have used our code and promo code JUNKIES. So check out Underdog. We love Underdog. Uh, legal in the following states if you're looking here on YouTube. The, that we're talking about Pick'em here. So the yellow states here on the YouTube graphic is where Pick'em is eligible. Uh, but they also have the best ball drafts, which they have now. The Albatross is back. So the Albatross best ball draft for the remaining three majors is back. So if you drafted for the Masters, all your teams got screwed out of it. You can draft again for the next three majors and get in a new contest. They're giving away a bunch of money, and there looks to be some overlay. So if you want to take some advantage of overlay, I would do that right now. Again, link in the description and use code JUNKIES. All right, top 20, six-pack, and we're out of here. Two locks and a bomb at four to one. I'm going to go. Well, why don't you go? Because I think we're going to have some. Well, you go. That way I won't steal yours. Okay. Well, my first lock is going to be Tony Finau. That was was going to be my first one. All right. So I love, I mean, I don't have to talk about it anymore. The next one. Probably stealing also. Tommy Fleetwood plus 200 is my top 20. Yep. Fleetwood and Finau are my two locks. Okay. I'm going to go Hatton at plus 180. So we've talked about all these guys so far. I'm going to go Hatton at plus uh, 180. Uh, I I love your two, by the way. I was going to say Finau for sure. Uh, But I will also throw in Fowler. I'm going to throw in Fowler at plus 260. That just feels juicy to me. I really like that. Um. Who's your bomb? 
Oh, my bomb. You know, there's so many different directions you could go. We haven't even mentioned this guy, but I'm going to go with Emiliano Grillo. Really? At plus 750. I love the way he's been playing lately, man. Ugh. He has been playing extremely well, okay? So I, I think Grillo, I mean, you look at his last three events. Top 10 at the Heritage. Top 10 in Mexico. Top 25 at the Wells Fargo. Very difficult golf course. He's made the cut in his last four times that he's played the PGA Championship. With the top 25, I believe, at the last time he started. Um, so still, um, yeah, I like Grillo plus 750. I just like the way he's playing, man. Oh, that's a that's an interesting one. Um, okay, I am going to go with a guy at 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Now, the last okay. bomb top 20 I gave out a few weeks ago, plus 850, hit Alexander Toasty. He has a ninth place finish at the 2017 PGA Championship at Quail Hollow. He's also, um, let's see, what, what else he's got here? He's playing pretty, pretty solid right now. Um, he's a multiple winner on the DP World Tour. Okay. Recently finishes of 16th, 6th, 24th, 23rd, 17th, 20th, one back in the fall. Uh, he's a multiple uh, winner on the DP World Tour, as I mentioned. Is Jordan Smith, the bomber Jordan mm, Smith at 10-1. I, uh, I kind of like old, old Jordan Smith, man. I, I'm usually a sucker for that guy anyway. He hits it a long way. I love it. I thought you were going to go Taylor Moore at 4-1. to one. He feels like the safest 4-1 to one top 20 to me. I, I think he does. I wanted to go a little bit longer shot, though, because I, I think there's so many good guys here that are good long shot plays that I would just rather have them as a top 20 than an outright. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, Adrian Morocco is another guy that's been like, plus I, was at, I was looking just at Maroc. one recently. He's another one that you could look the at. Polish so. mauler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, what a, what a fun filled show that was our AI bot. Thanks for stopping by. We'll probably do that again on other shows. We thank you for tuning in. The DFS show will drop on Monday. Obviously, we'll have the Nut Hut Discord live chat on Wednesday for lunch. That's that family time we know and love. Uh, that will be private only for Discord users, uh, paying Discord members, as well as the Friday, uh, Wednesday night chat between me and Pat and the Discord server. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. Can't wait. All the articles are dropping on TJ.com. Don't forget to check that out. Around the Clubhouse by our boy Jack Latterman is already out. And Pat, I don't know if you know this, but you've made an appearance in Around the Clubhouse. Um, oh, so that's a fun article. Our boy Vince Margiata has your uh, has your let's go juice in plays, which I love. The save your ass Sunday parlay, which is great. It's just uh, you know there's a lot of good content on tourjunkies.com. It is all free. Both the emails will be going out this week as well. Pat, anything I missed? Don't forget the picket giveaways. Get this Augusta National hat. Yeah, Watch the, hat. the Instagram at tour underscore junkies as well for another giveaway. I don't have anything else. Let's just win all the money this week. That's all I want to do. Let's do it. Let's bend over our bookies, and uh, we'll see you next week. Elevated event next week. Let's have a great week. See you. Oh!